Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can I just say, while that theme tune was playing, Steph was literally grimacing. <laughs> like, you know the Wallace and Gromit grimace? <laughs> That's what you looked like. I I just haven't had the time to even look at that. It feels like every single podcast we've done has started off with us. <laughs> bitching about that. Bitching about I mean, this horrific. awful intro Let's move jingle. swiftly on. How are you? How was your day? Good. I, I, I had my first drink in a month that's a lie it's not the first drink in a month i have had two drinks in a month of no drinking one is because how we do the whole sober uh, month is that we we have one golden ticket that we're allowed to use in you a insert month the charlie and the chocolate factory from the original motion picture i've got a golden ticket no you're making the, a golden this is low production value <laughs> well you've just added the, the context so it's fine uh, yeah, we're allowed. For, so basically, if you do a if we do a month off, we earn a, a golden ticket. We're allowed to drink one bottle of wine. So we had a bottle of wine, and also I had I accidentally had um, a hot toddy without realizing. Accidentally, uh, well, a I, hot I, I forgot. Somebody offered me a hot toddy, and I had a hot toddy, forgetting that I was having a month off alcohol because you don't forget that you're having I a month forgot. off alcohol. I honestly forgot until I got home, and I was like, oh my god, I actually had a hot toddy, and I'm not supposed to do that. So that I did kind of not do it. I haven't got a clean sheet. It's a bit dirty, but uh, I only had the hot toddy because I, I did something which was a little bit odd. Um, I, I got into, uh, when I got up in oh the... Oh God, spit it out. Coney, I could just spit it out, but then it, it'd be a bit boring if I just spat it out. I need to kind of do a bit of fluffing. I got up in the morning and picked up my friend Phil and we drove to a aqueduct. And then me and a bunch of, me and Phil and about eight other guys... We're socially distancing, by the way, so we're keeping well apart from each other. So I could see them, but they were quite a considerable distance from us. All right, Karen, so before you lose your mind, we were far enough away that it was legal from each other. Anyway, so we all, um, we all, uh, all of us got in uh, a cold river and it was eight degrees, 8.5 degrees. And we stood in that river for 10 minutes in the morning. Well, you did. Didn't you stay in the longest? No, no, no. We all stayed in for about 10 minutes. And then we got out and we dried ourselves and one of the guys brought a hot toddy for everyone. So we all had hot toddies and another guy made a, a nice cross on with uh, some bacon in it and gave that to everyone. So it was lovely. It was a nice, uh, it was a nice experience. But so, but I, but I had the hot toddy thinking, oh, I just need to warm myself up and then forgetting that I was supposed to be not drinking, but it didn't really count. That was fine. There's no way on earth that I could have got annoyed at you for drinking a hot toddy. After getting in a freezing cold river. You know how I did it. I was like, I would take that. I think how I made it, how it, how, what made it easier is just getting straight in. 
not there was no kind of deliberation there was no sort of standing at the edge of going oh push me somebody count me down you know there's none of that it was just get in and just and just deal with the excruciating agony that you feel for the first couple of minutes before you climatize to the cold so i've done cold water swimming a couple of times literally twice last year was it last year or last yeah it was last year now um in the summer and it was still freezing cold and you really have to wim hof breathe your way through i was impressed that you did it though and well the first time i think i'd had a couple of drinks so Mm. i was like just straight in there went into shock went for a little swim then i was like i did it and then the second time i sort of knew what was coming up but i did it in the summer Mm. you did it in november yeah (laughs) that's Uh, like new level mm. like i have a lot of respect i didn't tell anyone this though you're gonna respect me a little bit less i did have a painkiller before i went in oh did you yeah why did you do that because i was like i'm not gonna do anything you twat (laughs) Ooh, I thought it would numb You're my body. Such an idiot. I thought it would numb everything. Well, what is it? It's pain, what isn't it? What kind of painkiller did you have? Just Nurofen. No, 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 no. You took the naproxen out of the bottom drawer, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't take the naproxen because if I did what take the naproxen, really I would have thought that would be the reason why I was feeling high all day and why what everything did you felt really so great. Take? I took the a Nurofen. One of those quick-acting Nurofen things. Express. But it was like an hour. Yeah, express Nurofen. It was like an hour before I got in, so I think it probably wore off by then. It didn't make any difference to be honest with you. It's still That's just... basically like people taking telling you to take paracetamol when you're in labour. Does <laughs> f all. I I I I would have loved to have seen what you would have done if I offered you a paracetamol in the middle of labour. I probably would have got. I've been offered paracetamol twice in labour. Yeah, but if I then over to you, to oh, Hannah, you did so it, you I'd paracetamol. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, know your audience. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So, so that was it. I'm going to do it again this Sunday. And I'm going to film it for our videos because I just figured it's something to do, isn't it? And film and uh, talk about. Yeah. I've also got another script that I was working on today uh, for Sunday's video because there's a lot of people that come to our videos and say, I used to love watching your videos back when it was just Hannah Mags and the boys. And then Steph got involved and made it the Steph show and it went all arty-farty and I hate it now. So I'm like, well, I want to do a sketch about that. <laughs> and then everyone else is like, yeah, my worst thing is when he does the bloody sketches. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're such a, oh, help me, everyone, I've married a twat. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, I just love winding people up. I've got this inherent thing in me, which is just if, if, if there's a button, I just want to press it. And if I know how to press it, then I'll just try and press it. But uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna, I might do that anyway. But yeah, anyway, how are you doing, Hannah Mags? How's your hot toddy? Do you know what, Steph? I am, I'm doing good. I feel like I had an emotional breakdown last weekend. Kids were being really difficult. You know, we're in the midst of the lockdown. The end was in sight. Mm. Um, But yeah, there's nothing open and they're both feral. And it was a tough weekend. It was a tough parenting weekend. It was tough. Um, But things have really picked up and um everything opens again tomorrow we're lucky enough steph and i that we're in tier two my headphones aren't working oh i can turn them up i've got this horrible like echoey do you want to turn them up should i turn them up a bit is that okay i like how you told me this halfway through the the podcast (laughs) not at the start well you don't have to keep this bit yeah i do now i wanted to do it without editing it now i have to edit it that's better okay um but yeah so everything opens up tomorrow which i feel semi excited about and also semi kind of anxious about not necessarily because of covid as such just because 
I feel like I can't remember how to interact properly with human beings that aren't in my household. Mm. Um, but I am getting my nails done tomorrow, which is so exciting for me because they look disgusting. I don't know why you're saying that you don't know how to interact with people. We cannot leave the house these days without getting every single person accosting us because of Pippi, our puppy. She gets so much attention. I feel so bad for George, the older dog, because he's just like, nobody even looks at him. Everyone's just so into Pippi. Straight away, they're just, they're just everyone just lights up. Just in case you've never listened to our podcast before and you don't know who the hell Pip is, she is 14-week um, old miniature dachshund and she's also a runt so she's like a miniature mm. runt so she's literally like a speck you, with fluffy ears and she is adorable you'll walk past power lifting scaffolders with like tattooed faces that just just collapse into into quivering little wrecks i remember seeing see this her. one we were queuing up outside a coffee shop in bath and i remember seeing this one guy across the street who looked like back in the day he would have been quite terrifying. He must have been in his like 50s or 60s and he had these two massive mastiffs, one mm. in each hand. And I remember thinking like, God, that guy looks semi-terrifying, even though he's like an older guy. And then he crossed over the street and saw Pip and literally was like, oh my God, yeah, just melted him. she's a bit of magic, isn't she? <laughs> and I was like, I he love just camped you. up, didn't he? Yeah. So I actually love yeah. you with your mastiffs, and yeah. the mastiffs are really friendly too. Mm. Just goes to show you stuff. She just breaks everyone down, doesn't she? She does. My favourite are the groups of teenage boys. Groups of teenage boys who are like 16 on the way to school, trying to be like all tough, all tough and macho in front of each other, and they see the dog, <laughs> and it's either like one in the crowd will be like notice it but not want to say anything or one of them just does it and goes Correct. oh my god look how small that dog is it's really cute and then they're all like oh their voices just lose all their depth <laughs> yeah. then they just go up 20, 20 octaves it's really cute mm. she's great so hannah and i each day pretty much we do these five seven five to seven k walks we drop the kids off and just keep walking um with the dogs and yeah we just we such a such bath is such, i don't know how many of you guys out there have been to visit the city but man it's just such a beautiful city to walk around no matter what the weather is it's such a dynamic city it, it really changes depending on like what kind of weather there is the whole city will completely morph when it's raining into a completely different looking city but it's in it's no less beautiful than it is when it's sunny and it's been very foggy right now so it's got this really kind of atmospheric vibe to it it's just lovely to kind of kickstart the day with a big old walk isn't it hannah mags Weirdly, I'm finding that it's given me the same sort of endorphins as an hour in the gym, mm. which I didn't think I could get through like a semi-peaceful walk around Bath. I say semi-peaceful because we do have quite a fast pace, I think. Yeah. Um, and also, if you'd said to me at the beginning of this lockdown in the UK that I challenge you to do 5k a day, I'd be like, absolutely no way am i committing to doing 5k mm. a day but i love the fact that it just sort of became part of our routine and i miss it if we don't do it there's only been a handful of times where we don't do it but i really miss it when we don't do it and i feel a bit sad that we haven't done it mm. i'm hoping that we still continue to do it after lockdown you were telling me downstairs about a new thing that you're doing which i quite liked about that you're sending books to people my randoms. little geeky book club <laughs> yeah what is this can you tell um so my friend Sophia put a story up on her instagram saying that if anyone wanted to, anyone wanted to do a worldwide book swap and 
you basically you send a book to a stranger one of your favorite books to a stranger and then you obviously have to swap addresses and it goes through like a chain of people and you end up receiving 36 books from people all around the world um to read and I just thought it was a really lovely thing to be part of and especially if you're a really keen reader and you think you can get through 36 books um and it would just be interesting to see different tastes of people and perhaps read something that I wouldn't necessarily pick up myself there's a lot of genres that I wouldn't choose to read but if it's somebody's favorite book then you feel like oh maybe I'll give that a chance because they wouldn't have sent that to me if if there's not something in there that didn't resonate with them or you know yeah yeah completely I like that I like the idea I think it's great it pushes you out of your comfort zone as well also it's like the perfect year to do it in because people have a little bit more time everything's a bit slower and also I feel like perhaps people feeling a little bit more like just not I don't know what I'm trying to say I feel like people are just feeling a little bit more um like they need the company and I find personally for me that's what reading does if I feel lonely or if I feel anxious or anything it's like an almost like a type of therapy um so yeah I think it's just a really nice year to do that and feel that connection with other people and and wonder why they chose a certain book and connect to the characters and the author and yeah I finished reading Shuggy Brain Brown Barn Barn oh god I can, I you're Irish how are you not pronouncing that right Scottish name um, half How's Irish, it? Shuggy Bran, I think it's called Shuggy Bran. Yeah, I, I finished reading that, and it was just such a great book that I just cannot get into anything else now. I tried to read Blindness, I got I a third that. through, I gave up. Just nothing else is touching it. I need a root. I'm basically, I, I really only like fiction, and it's I, I find it very difficult to find a, a good fiction that I'm, I'm it, really into. And when I do find it, I, I fall in love, and then I don't ever want it to end, and then it's really sad when it does. And then you find yourself missing the characters afterwards. Mm. Like there's been a couple of books I've really connected with and really loved so much that when I finish them and I get to the next evening where I would normally read for a little bit, I'm like, oh, I miss this character or I miss what was going on with their life. And you you almost feel like you're part of their world. And then it all of a sudden just stops and, and you yeah. have to just mourn and carry on. <laughs> Yeah, you almost want to sometimes just jump into the book and scoop them out, don't you? Just have to spend some mm. time with them. We we last night finished watching The Undoing, which was a Sky um, series, which was, what we really liked about it is that it came out once a week. You stole the thing that I said. Was no, but we both agreed on that. I mean, it isn't like I stole it. It's just something we both agreed on. It's uh, It came out once a week instead of kind of like what your Netflix does and just dumps them all on you at once um i think there's been a few studies actually where they i can't remember i think i read this in um pandora sykes book which was i don't know how to explain that book but basically pandora sykes wrote a book and she said in parts of it that it's actually bad for your brain to binge watch like a whole series of something like it doesn't leave you in a good place when you've binge watched something yeah i wouldn't have thought so no um so i personally i don't know if it's because i read that before i watched the series and then i and so i can't my brain was like oh yeah obviously i like it more because it comes mm. out like it, they're drip feeding me 
but I think it was um more of a routine thing for me I was like oh it's Tuesday and the undoing's coming out and now we get to know what happens well Hugh Grant I've just fallen in love with him all over again I just thought he was such he plays such an incredible part does that mean we get to rewatch all the Hugh Grant movies you know what made me love Hugh Grant two things really is this the undoing how good he was in the undoing there was a couple of there was one line he said last night to you uh, 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 he said last night and I said to Hannah I bet that was ad-lib where he goes I'm gonna get I'm gonna fucking get through this or something like that and you could so you could so tell that it was ad libbed, and it what because you could so tell in the script they say I'm, I'm going to fucking get through this. I'm going to get through this. You can tell that's what they would have scripted. But you can just ha- you can sort of just you, you could. He's such a good method actor that you. I just reckon he just ad libbed a lot of it, like a lot of the lines were, were his own. But he's so strong at acting that I reckon that's he, they let him get away with it. But um, he was sensational. I, I touched his shoulder once. All right. <laughs> I love you, Grant. How, what was it? What was it like? Was it a nice shoulder? Uh, soft. Soft. <laughs> too soft. No, it wasn't. Well, he was wearing a like a tux, so yeah. So a bit. bit <laughs> My t- claim to fame there. He had a bit of a soft shoulder. He had a soft. I wouldn't tux. want to have a soft shoulder. I you wouldn't want, want nice a firm. soft tux. Nah, I want a nice firm shoulder. If you want to be touched, I want somebody to say, "How was his shoulder? Soft." Oh well, never mind. He got a soft shoulder. Um, it was. It was a for me at first. I thought this is a very disappointing ending to the to the show. If this is going to be a spoiler alert, so anyone who's not watched or planning to watch it, maybe just do Skip something else. A bit. <laughs> yeah, do something else for a bit. But it was a. I was really kind of disappointed at the start with the ending because I was thinking this is just so they're not going to do that for the ending because it would just be too too obvious. It would be low hanging fruit. Don't make him the guy that did it, please. Don't make it more interesting, more of a twist. But. At first, when they made it him and he was the guy that did it, I was I was kind of like, oh, it was so obvious. Like, why did they do that? It was almost no point in taking us down all these different rabbit holes. Everyone was you were clinging to all these kind of lines and these um, hints and these parts that uh, were alluded to di- to to deepen the parts of the story. But it ended up just being him, and you were like, oh, well, it was just him all along. Which I thought at the afterwards, I was like, well, that's that's kind of what a sociopath would do. They would make you in your own mind believe them so much that you go off on all these kind of internal rabbit holes. You had such a, a confirmation bias that this person was innocent that you would believe anything before you would believe that this person did it, even though all evidence points towards them. And I thought it was kind of clever that all the people watching it were doing just that. They were thinking, no, no, he's innocent. Also, testament to the acting on that. Exactly. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such strong mm. acting. And it was so nice to see the pairing of Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. Mm. I thought that was such a strong but unlikely pairing. Because mm. obviously she's a big Hollywood American actress and he's British. So it was nice to see them together Mm. and the chemistry that they had like it yeah it it was really impressive it'd be really interesting to know who nicola kidman is wouldn't it because i have i would have no idea what personality what she's like as a person that must be quite nice though as a famous person Mm. to be known just for your craft and well i guess for her it would be her appearance and her craft because obviously yeah she's very very beautiful but and Nobody really knows very much about her personal life. Mm. I've done my first DJ session, my first live DJ session. Well, Cody, if Cody's looking at me like, why that was you segueing? Well, uh, because otherwise, it just feels like it naturally ends. So oh, I'm like, okay. well, moving, moving across to something else now. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I did my first live DJ session, which I know is the worst, most tragic thing in the world for, for, for a man to do. I, I'm embracing it, though. I'm embracing it, and I enjoyed doing the first one. I, I was teaching Rufus how to DJ, which was which was okay, but the first time I ever taught him before I filmed it, he got the needle and just ran it across one of my new records and scratched the record so I could never play that record again, which was a bit annoying. But it was good, and he I'm going to... three, though. I know he's three. That's why I can't be mad <laughs> at him. If you will. Yeah. So, uh, so no, he's, uh, so that's gone for, I'm going to do one on, um, Friday night, a proper one, which I'm looking forward to, but it's great. And it's nice, it's a nice little side hobby. So I've been doing that. What else have been going down around here? <laughs> I've, I've worked on a video for, um, for candy store, my friends, candy store who did a, uh, who, who have this, they do uh, really incredible neon artwork where they kind of, uh, have loads of what well, they've done our m logo they've done a few things for us and they've got i'm looking at a neon flamingo right now which they've done they're great they're run by two it's run by kind of two sisters and they're just they're they're a lovely couple and they wanted uh, me to produce a, a video for them which i was really keen to do because it's something that i'm interested in going into just in general and in, in terms of my career like producing and not being so much in front of the camera and being more behind it and directing and producing so it's my chance to see if i could do it and if i enjoyed doing it and I loved it. So I sent them the video tonight, which I've been working on for the past few weeks, and she's over the moon. She loves it. I spent a lot, a long time sort of integrating characters and little animations and, and, and really putting a lot into the production of it. So I'm looking forward to like Where releasing that. that. I know oh. it's for them, but are you allowed to put it on Vimeo or anything so that people can see it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, of course. I Good to put definitely. It on Vimeo. Yeah, yeah, I Vimeo. could do. Vimeo. Remember Vimeo? I use Vimeo all the time. I do love you? Vimeo. It's yeah. great. We used, to, we used to watch it a lot when we lived in picks. London. Yeah. Staff picks are amazing on Vimeo. Vimeo is just like the far cooler version of YouTube. It just yeah, doesn't have a community that YouTube have. Well, because it doesn't need it, I don't think. It, I, it, well, I feel like maybe people don't need the comments and stuff so much on Vimeo. Mm, you know? mm. It's just never really taken off as much. I'm surpri- I'd be surprised if it's profitable, you know. I'd be very surprised if Vimeo is making profit. I don't think it would be. Even Twitter's not. Twitter's like runs at a deficit. Anyway, Steph, Christmas 2020. <laughs> I love how it's like, what is he say? First of December. And that's when we can just basically just be like, okay, right now let's fucking take this seriously. Let's stop pretending it's not coming up to Christmas. Let's just go. Cause in November you're all like, well, it's coming up to Christmas, but it's not quite December. Not this year. Everyone's now everyone's trees like, up. right. It's December. Really let's go. And we're in full sprinting mode, aren't we? Got I forgot up. to buy the kids advent calendars. And I was thinking, shit, I hope neither. Well, Rufus obviously isn't going to know cause he's three. But I was thinking, oh shit, I hope Grayson doesn't know. He's six. And he came home, sat at the dinner table, and he was like, Mummy, did you buy advent calendars for us? Obviously, some fuck at school has been like, I opened my advent calendar today. Normally, I'm really good, and I get like Playmobil or Lego. This year, I was like, oh, well, this year, this year, basically. (laughs) Fuck this year. Um, So I was like literally driving around before I picked him up from after school club trying to find a fucking chocolate advent calendar at any of the supermarkets none anywhere obviously all the other bourgeois mums have picked them all up before you got a chance they didn't want that conversation at the dinner table mother where's my advent calendar hey i should my... have made up a lie i was like mummy was a bit unorganized where's this year. my advent calendar more like you where's me... mine you, you don't you're not into them i'm into them yes i am into them Are buy you? me the joe malone advent calendar i want that one i'm i would be if you bought them for me but okay. you never do I'll see if there's one has got one. I'm the only one. one. I'm the only one in the family that never gets an advent calendar. Have you ever well, noticed well, in eight one. years? I haven't got I didn't think you were into advent calendars. They're for children. Well, I like them because I like the picture ones. 
And you I bought, like the candle ones. What is it? What, what is the one you got me before from Mount? What is it? Where, where you? I'm a Mason. God, it's really overpriced. How much? And plus, you kept the last three years, so you can just shut the windows and open them again. Happy <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I'm not throwing that away. How much you spend on that? It's beautiful. We're hand <laughs> illustrated, amazing. Bloody about 30, 40 quid or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't have any chocolate or anything. All this chocolate now because it's fucking disgusting. It's all that long life chocolate. Not if you get down Bloody milk. disgusting. Oh, I love it. What the long life shit? Yeah, it's but like I don't want. Chocolate. I don't want that advent calendar stuff or the Joe Malone advent calendar. <laughs> <sighs> What's the Joe Malone? House will smell incredible. Every window you might as well you get just buy like thirty bloody Joe Malone candles. It would be cheaper than buying a bloody Joe Malone calendar. There you go. Then you can do that. Can't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, we don't need advent calendars. <laughs> Nobody's having an advent calendar this year. No They're fucking banned. Down. They're banned. They're banned from the house. We're not having them. No you, way. you have started a new tradition though, haven't you? The uh, the colourful flames in the fire. Oh my God, yeah. I saw it on Graham and the Green. The kids both asleep. Yeah, I saw it on Graham and Green and uh, I was the, like, shut the door. I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was just, random. Like, well, Graham and Green's like basically like tons of, yeah, you know what it's like, it's like beautiful kind of interior stuff and like mirrors and, and whatever, and home homeware and decor and stuff. Anyway, they had this like little thing for three quid or something and I was like, what's that? And I had this picture of this beautiful multicolored fire, and I was like, "What? What am I looking at?" I looked into it, and basically, you can get this like powder shit that you throw into your log burner, and it makes your flames go like different multicolors. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Why haven't I heard of this before?" So I bought you... loads of it. Oh, did you get? Yeah, because I, I ten feel packets. like we should give some to our friends who have kids and log burners. Yeah, and then we're going to say basically before Christmas. Sorry, any kids watching? Just to, oh yeah, yeah, maybe turn, you should turn, turn, a... turn down, turn down, turn down, turn down. Um, yeah, you've had your chance. Parents with kids in the car or in the background yeah, yeah. You may want to skip yeah, for a second. Yeah, turned out you had your chance. We're going to ruin it now. But anyway, so what you can do is basically get the uh, get the flower, get the get the powder stuff, and you say to your kids, all right, before Christmas or Christmas Eve, what sometimes happens if if you're going to get a bounty of presents and if you've been really good, is the flames turn different colours in the fire, and that's like the, the magic happening or whatever. And then you throw that shit in the fire. And then it all changes colour and the kids lose their fucking minds seeing it all go multicolored. But you've also got to do the flower footprints next to the fire too. I think Gray's about a bit old, too old for that. He'll work that out, shit out. He'll be like, what's this? You don't reckon? No. Nah. Not this year. Next year. He'll be at junior school. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of point where you need to tell them. No. There's actually, there's, I read something in the paper the other day saying that they've urged parents to hold off not telling their kids, telling their kids the truth. They said to them, look, maybe hold off. 2020's been a bit of a tough year. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now's not the time. Why would you tell... I would never tell my kids... Some people think it's emotionally damaging to children to not tell... to, to make up this thing because you're lying to them. Yeah. 
I do remember the moment I found out still. Do you? Well, you hold on to shit like that, though, forever. I do hold on mm. to everything, yeah. Mm. I wish I could let shit go. Yeah, yeah. You remember <laughs> names, faces, times, No, but everything. mine was particularly quite traumatic because it happened on Christmas Day. <gasps> oh, how did that happen on Christmas Day? I'm sure I've told you this. No. Were you just reacting like that? No, I never heard this. I don't think so. I blocked it out, maybe. I can't remember how old I was. I think I was about eight or something. And my sister is like nine years older than she me. She did not. She Oh, she did. She <gasps> so did. What a bitch. I don't think she did it on purpose, but obviously she knew the truth and I didn't. I still believed. Yeah. Okay. And um, we're opening our presents on mum's bed like we always did because Father Christmas leaves them in mm-hmm. a stocking outside our door and then we take them into mum's bedroom and we open them on mum's bed. That's what we did in our yeah. family. And uh, she opened one of her presents and she went, oh, thanks, mom. I love this. Oh, shit. I mean, Father Christmas. And I was like, what? Oh, you were eight, though. That was about know, time that you found painful. out. Yeah, it's about time. But not on Christmas Day, no, maybe. No, not on Christmas Day. I was like, oh. Oh, you poor thing. You okay? <laughs> no, I'm not okay, hon. <laughs> You're right, hon. She'll DM you. No, I need a Zoom therapy session <laughs> right so, now. <laughs> um, my friend Tom Rosenhall, who, uh, who's a, a wonderful, wonderful singer and a wonderful man in general. I love him. He's been on this podcast. I think we're going to get him on the podcast soon. Um, but he messaged me the other day saying, Steph, you've got to get on TikTok, mate. And I was like, the last person in the world I thought would be trying to get me on TikTok would be my friend Tom Rosenhall. And I was like, why? He goes, because like, I looked at it. I, look, I went on to it and I looked at what he was doing on it and stuff like that and he's getting like hundreds of thousands of views on his, his little videos that he's doing and he's like look it's great all these people are coming over and they're finding out my finding about my music and stuff you should get onto it you'd be really good at it and i'm thinking i can't embrace that i can't embrace that mate i can't do it uh, yeah and he's you're strongly, more of a facebook generation aren't you i love stories though stories is great that's about as far as mm-hmm. i go i'm not facebook generation i'm not wouldn't i don't even you love facebook i hate facebook I can't, I mean, I just, I'm sorry, but I just don't, I just can't stand it. I mean, this is the problem with Facebook. Everyone's just leaving Facebook, so it's just basically for aunties. And so everyone's just going over to Instagram. But What's now, the fa- cool because, thing now? Because Facebook another... bought Instagram, they're basically turning Instagram into another bloody Facebook. And you're like, what are you doing this for? We Everyone left Facebook because you were Facebook. And now I mean, t- Instagram is a place to be. It's basically TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram oh, the, in one. The fact is that Instagram, I put that bloody, big, bloody Reels button, right, where I... I literally use reels the least and the button is the most important. Like that should be where you upload your shit, not to look at reels. And every time I accidentally click on it, I see the most irritating thing in the world. It's like you could not manufacture something more irritating than this fucking video that you've just made in my face. It's killing me, killing me because it's but not because it's awful. It's because it's a stark reminder of how old and out of touch I am. Also, a really lovely... Um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about something lovely. You can't dangle some loveliness in my face like that and snatch it away, you massive bitch. What was the lovely? I think there's something wrong with my memory. <laughs> well, how could you segue into something lovely from that? I don't know. And then I just completely went blank. Does you that blank. ever happen to you? No. Oh, it happens to me all the time. Hence why I think there's something wrong with my oh, memory. Oh, now, you, now you've got but some I, neurological problem that you're yeah, going to have to be Googling. I your, basically yeah, have... And I'm I'm talking about it quite freely now because I've had a wine and a hot toddy, but I definitely have um, health anxiety. Mm. So I've diagnosed myself with a few things over the 
last year. Mm, me too. But this time I'm like, oh fuck, I've got early onset Alzheimer's or dementia. You need to get in cold water. No. Genuinely, that's what you need to do. As they say, it makes it, it creates a protein that stops you getting Alzheimer's. Will it help with my memory then? Uh, essentially, yes. Because, because my memory yeah. is the thing that worries me. Like if you said to me yesterday, oh no, what was the day before yesterday? <laughs> Perfect example there, Sunday. What did you do on Sunday? I wouldn't be able to be like, tell you now. Mm. I'd have to think for a few minutes and then be like, oh, that's mm. Um, Yeah, you should Yeah, you should do that. Cold water swimming apparently helps with uh, memory loss and Alzheimer's. So there you go. There's your, there's your hack. There's your hack. Any recommendations for this week, Hannah Mags? I don't have any. Apart from the undoing, which I've ruined for you. Anyways. And also we've talked about that for like three podcasts Yeah. Now. <laughs> I don't um, really have any. I don't have anything. Oh. What? How dare you come to this segment with nothing? Well, let's be honest. This segment, Hannah and I were basically, before we did this podcast, we were downstairs in the living room. Fire was lit. Kids were in bed. Glasses of wine. We had a first glass of wine in a month. And we were like, we've got to do a podcast. It's got to go up tomorrow morning. We were like, fuck. And I've got like the new Xbox. Oh, can I talk about my new Xbox? That's such there's, a fascinating there's story. There's recommendation. I've got, yeah, my new Xbox. I mean, oh it's a really God. fucking expensive recommendation though. It's £450 and it's worth and I would have every got you, penny more. Do you know what, more. Steph? You fucker, I would have got you that for Christmas. That would have been you Christmas and birthday combined. You would not have been able combined. to get me this for Christmas. It is sold out everywhere because all the scalpers buy them all up and then put them on eBay for a marked up price. The scumbags. If you're a scalper listening to this, I hate you. You should do that next year. Right, I... F- f- to get why aren't you a scalper i became What's a scalper <laughs> a scalper is people that just they they have bots and they buy up all the merch and then they basically make they, they create a demand i want to be a scalper and they i mean it's it's That's it's a cons- great it's, thing it's, to uh, do capitalism. i mean it's also very shitty it's it's you know it's supply and demand and whatever and they just work in the system so i get it however i became mildly obsessed with getting the xbox series x it became more about beating the system than it did about getting the xbox x you're right there can you just fidget in with my yeah i'm stuff. fidgeting because you're talking about xbox. i'm trying to talk to you and you're just like looking at all my stuff and looking for a book i'll just not talk about it then it's fine i'm trying to talk to you <laughs> i'm listening okay all of a sudden you just like fidgeting through my drawers yeah, and stuff. i just wanted to know what this massive book was oh okay um it became an obsession and i know i Steph had became a, a proper phone addict like every time i turned around you were just staring at your phone it was so annoying i had a, couldn't even have a conversation with you because you were just on a screen the whole time it's so irritating i had an app which alerted me to any stock updates i had multiple windows set up on my computer with auto refreshes happening on every single window from every single merchant that sold the xbox or were potentially getting them in i was following every single hashtag on insta on, on twitter i became an obsessed man um i tried everything to get one and i couldn't get one every time a stock alert came out they were just snapped up by bots or whatever or people who were fast as fuck and i was so fast sometimes that my finger was on the trigger ready to go and no matter what i was doing i just could not get my hands on one of these things and i was close i even got up one time at 3 30 a.m in the morning because of 
um, Argos had stock coming in, which they said on an email coming in early in the morning. So I was like, early in the morning. I hated you that morning. So I got up at 3.30 in the morning, tried to buy one, almost got through to the cart, but then it just crashed. Pretended you needed a wee, went in, spent like 20 minutes in the bathroom. This is the problem is what would happen is, is sometimes they would take you through the process of buying it. So you think, oh my God, I'm through the cart. I'm into the payment stage. And then you'd go to pay, you'd wait and then it would crash or something would happen. So it would, it wouldn't be like just sold out. It would take you through a lot of the process before it will crash you out. And sometimes you get one step further, but you'd never make it the whole way. Anyway, so eventually I just put something up on Instagram saying, oh, for God's sake, I'm just trying to get this thing refreshing constantly. Some Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do you feel happy now you've got the Xbox? Oh my God, I love it. It's so fucking good. Yes, it's incredible. I mean, it's amazing. Because the I read somewhere t- that the wait for the thing that you want is better than getting in this case no i mean it did become an obsession but the the actual when you play this thing like the build up is better than it's on par yeah the whole process of getting it was just as exciting as like christmas like the build up is usually for me Mm. anyway i feel like the build up is better than the actual the day day, of course yeah it is last christmas yeah um i had this message come in from instagram from and it was it was in very broken english from a polish person saying hello uh, I, I have a shop sell, uh, that sells xboxes from uh, i can get you one if you give me your address i'll send it to you um we've watched your videos for a long time and i was thinking well, okay um uh sure here's my address please don't kill me and my family and he says no i promise i'm not going to kill you uh, uh just pay me when it gets there so i waited for a few days and all of a sudden in uh, two boxes turned up one box just full of incredible delicious polish stuff oh my god this is your friend carol who yes. i love oh my god what carol, a legend. those weird toffee sweet things those like soft toffee sweet things oh. i gorge on those every time i go <laughs> well, they're gone the now kitchen. so you can't but oh, no. yeah they're gone he sent me a massive box full of amazing polish which I don't know why we don't have this kind of Polish shit out here. Man, I think the best thing about delicious. having snacks in your house that don't have your language on the outside of them is that you don't know what they are. So it is literally <laughs> yeah. like Christmas when yeah. you eat them. You're like, you, you look at the packet and you try and guess. And then yeah. it's always not what you think. And it's yeah. such a nice surprise. He sent me these one particular things, which these like, they're almost like little bread sticky type things, but they're very, they're quite soft and they've got sugar on them and they're just so delicious when you dip them in anything. Anyway, so this box of stuff came, it had a vo- bottle of vodka in it, it had loads of stuff. I was like, dude, what are you doing sending me this stuff? This is, this is more than enough. And basically he said, I'm going to send you the Xbox and when it comes, pay me then. And I was like, well, that's, so then I had nothing to lose. So even if it was a dodgy thing, I was like, well, if he doesn't send it to me, I'm not going to pay him. So it's fine. Cause I was worried about, if he was like, yeah, pay me first, I'll send it to you. Then I would have been worried. But anyway. And then a few hours later, later in the afternoon, the Xbox turned up and I was like, I can't believe this. He actually got me the Xbox. So then I said, and then he sent me a game with it as well. And I was like a 60, 70 quid game. And I was like, okay, right, um, mate, you've sent me too much stuff. Let me pay you for this. And he was like, no. And I was like, please, I'm, I, I, I really, uh, let me pay you for, for it. He goes, just want, just give me the money for the Xbox. That's it. And I was like, oh, will you give me a game? You give me all this food, you give me some vodka. He's like, I was going to send you more, but my wife thought it'd be weird. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? He was going to send me like a sausage, sausage, some Polish sausage. He was going to send me some Why other stuff. Why didn't we get the Polish sausage? Well, this is it. I was like, mate, I, thanks, Give me mate. the sausage. Sent, Give me that Polish sausage. <laughs> he sent me, a few days later, sent me the fucking Polish sausage. And I'm like, dude, this is so lovely. What That's a legend. That's what you need I was, to call this podcast. He sent me the Polish sausage. <laughs> he did. 
um, Carol, you kept that sausage on I don't the sly know, as well. I don't know if you're listening, dude, but you are like Santa Claus to me. Like you are like and the poet Santa Claus. What is that what? weird squeezy chocolate? Because yeah, it's like a tube of like squeezy chocolate stuff that you just squeeze into your mouth. What's your favourite? Mine's the toffee oh, those, those and sugary things. those biscuit things, yeah. which are perfect with coffee. Um, but also, I really like the really salty crackers. Mm. Oh, my mouth's watering thinking about those I bad know, boys. Should we go and eat some yeah, salty let's crackers? Yeah, do that, man. Let's throw caution to the wind and just gorge. Yeah, but I, I was, I was, uh, I just so, I don't know, touched and... Yeah, and he was just, what a nice guy to do that. And Isn't it really nice when somebody makes effort to send you something? That's what, it's. It, I feel like it's such a lost art to send a card or mm. a package or a present yeah. or to send something in the post to somebody. You have to like buy the thing, you have to wrap it up, you have to yeah. go to the post office, you have to stand in the queue, you've got to speak to the person at the post office. Like it's such a process to do it. It's such a, it takes so much time mm. And in a world where time is, people don't necessarily have a lot of time to do things like that. It, it means so much more the gesture of it than the actual thing that you received. Do you know what I mean? The, the thing is for me is that it was just born out of pure kindness. He wasn't asking for anything in return. He wasn't saying, could you tweet my company or could you do this or could you do that? Or could you do, could you send me this or whatever? It was just purely out of don't, I don't want anything for this. This is just because I watch your videos and we like your stuff and here's some here's loads of Polish treats. And I, I don't know. I just felt so reset Touched. by it. Yeah, like it reset a lot of my kind of uh, my outlook on everything. I am tend to be quite cynical and a bit of a nihilist with things. And, and when somebody does something truly altruistic, it makes me feel... I don't know. It it, it 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 forces me to realign my my opinions on things and reset a little bit. So I think it's having that human connection mm. to somebody you don't know, mm. but who feels a connection to you and makes an effort to do something nice for you. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of the people that listen to us and watch us feel like they are members of our family because they know us so intricately and well from watching us and being with us for so long that they just feel like, oh, it's just like sending something to my I feel like family. that about <laughs> people that I watch. Mm, like mm. There's a few people that I watch on YouTube or that I follow on Instagram that I'm like, I literally feel like I know you even though I haven't met you. Mm. I met a friend recently a couple of weeks ago and we'd been following each other on Instagram, God, for I don't even know how long. And um, this was before the lockdown, like in between the two lockdowns, but she came over and it literally felt like we'd known each other our whole lives. Like we literally just did not come up for air. Mm. The, I think she was here for two, three hours before she had to go. But it was so nice. You kind of feel like it's almost like online dating, but for friendship. Yeah. And you kind of know the person already and you, you've watched videos of them. And you know that how they, all their little like, gestures and yeah. yeah and and it's i don't know i love that about the internet is that you can really sort of know somebody before you meet them and then mm. you meet them and you feel so comfortable mm. you just feel like oh we're just in the flesh now it's fine kind yeah of thing. yeah yeah i oh yeah i completely agree i think it's uh for me i find it weirdly a lot easier to talk to a camera 
than I do to talk to a human being. Oh my God, me too. You is easy, piece of piss. And For my what? kids, just talk to you is obviously oh, the yeah. easiest. But, but talking to other people who I'm acutely aware are always analyzing and thinking that, that it, I find it really difficult. I find it really uh, like almost excruciating sometimes to talk to people and I find it very, very hard because I'm just so aware of that they are making they're they're making all these kind of micro um, alignments and decision and, and, and kind judgments, of judgments yeah. of you and what you're saying and how you're saying it and your inflections that I'm so aware of every micro inflection and micro interaction that's happening that I just I'm just so acutely aware of it that I can't just relax a lot of the time. So it's difficult to find people that you can completely relax with and that's what i like is when you find people like that where you're just like ashy there's there's no barriers here and we can just completely relax and yeah it's not that often you find that luckily in bath i think you and i have both found a lot of people that we can do that with just open up and be ourselves with but it's it's always nice when you can when you feel like you can because if you've got a dark sense of humor and you say things sometimes which are really like i don't know which would normally get you cancelled if you did it publicly it's nice that people forgive that and they just be like, oh, this, this them, they're just a bit edgy or whatever. They just say things that are a little bit risky. What was that Instagram I don't know if any, I made, any of that I just said made sense. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it. Seth's drinking a hot toddy yeah. right now. It's fairly strong. Mm, mm. It's an Irish measure hot, hot toddy, so I'm pretty, pretty... Uh, you didn't measure them, basically. I just poured and poured and hmm. poured. You didn't even do the finger method. No, I just went way past finger methods. I was, I was, full, I was full of cock. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> sorry. What? <laughs> don't ever listen to us with kids, please. <laughs> please don't do that. That was like the biggest car crash of the series. Yeah. It's full of cock. <laughs> I just went past the finger stage. It's straight, straight in. No messing around with fingers. Oh no, I'm just crashing it even more. <laughs> you are. I've started the. I've started happen. the engine, and now I keep get the car going. And just keep crashed going. it again. I love this. You're yeah. gonna get cancelled by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is the funny thing. You got to be popular enough to get cancelled. I'm not popular enough to get cancelled. If I had a bit more of a profile, then I'd be cancelled. I'm not cancelable. If you weren't such a dick, you'd be more yeah. popular. <laughs> yeah so true <laughs> anyway shall we round yeah let's round it up thanks so much for watching sorry this this uh podcast uh, i'm apologizing me, for i'm gonna apologize you yeah. need to start again cut all that i'm not it's cutting been... this i'm leaving no, this no, no, all no. in you have to say thanks for listening there's no watching all right we'll episode. say that but i'm gonna leave this all in it's part of the thing it's for how much have we got now I'm just saying you're wrong and i'm right have it i have it because i'm right <laughs> to make you feel good no, it's just annoying that you said I'm. Thanks for watching, and I'm well, like, there's no camera. Well, when we finish, uh, when we finish this, and people finish listening to, the no thing, one's gonna finish. Then I might, I might do a bit of DJ. I might play some uh, Deep House. Why don't you ever come up here and listen to me play Deep House? By the way, why are you laughing? Um, <laughs> you just come up here and listen, enjoy it. Because I really enjoy reading, and I like to read in the quiet by the oh. fire with the dogs on my lap. And More than watching office, your husband. Your mix some tunes offers me none of that it's just you like jigging weirdly to some house music with neon shining in my face that's not what i want in the evening i want candles and fire and <laughs> peppermint tea and two dashens and a really good novel with a fur throw 
that's that's my evening. You would have loved watching your four-year-old husband chicken a few years ago. No, you wouldn't actually. What we're talking about? I've got to leave it here. I'm I'm str- I'm literally flailing all okay, over the place. Hun? Again. You're yeah. not okay, yeah, are you, hun? You need, need to DM me. I'm gonna get you some yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. It's his first uh, evening. Yeah, back, back drinking is what I'm talking about. Inane so, um, shite. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I oh, car crashed at the end. No, did we waste a whole evening? I'll put it out regardless. Fuck it. Who cares? Nobody listens anyway. <laughs> 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 it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Two traps with some hot toddies. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Sorry, we're awful. Take care, everyone. Have a good week. We'll see you next Where's week. Where's the end jingle? For more. I'm going to fucking put it in now. Chill out. Uh, see you next week for more shenanigans. We'll probably make the next one a little bit more coherent. Um, have a lovely week. Enjoy sort of being out of lockdown, but not really. Don't celebrate too much. You know, have substantial meals. And also, meals and if you're shit. in tier three, then yeah, we luck. obviously yeah. feel for you. I mean, Don't I'm not going to lose any sleep over tier three years. No, but it's hard. Lockdown is hard. I mean, yeah, so it could be harder. You get a shit ton of salary and furlough, and you get to like just. If anyone has up. any, um, I dream of furlough. I love up. a bit of furlough. If anyone has any um, <laughs> winter veg planter tips for me, then please message me on Instagram because I really want to make a. <laughs> Fucking hell! What are you talking about? I think it suddenly hit you where I was 10 minutes ago you've suddenly caught up to that and now you're no I just want to make a winter veg pot planter but I don't know anything about growing winter vegetables we're in winter well you've got the internet you've got the internet at your fingertips do a bit of research (laughs) fuck's sake anyway thanks for listening sorry watching we'll see you all uh, next week we'll hear you all next week what the fuck will we do jesus christ stefan come on for you god's sake this is, i know i'll keep getting wrong thanks <laughs> thanks for listening you have to do a take two no i'm not this is, this is, i want to get that thing we and need, snap it in your face wait we, i'm gonna do it we need an edge we need some I'm sort of snap that thing in your face because it's annoying me nobody's gonna know what you're doing we'll snap what in my face yeah. and it's getting like one of those snappers that you have in films where you snap to do a i've got a novelty one in my room she's Pulling it over to my face, to snap it right in my face, which is really aggressive. Right, no, no, you're supposed to stop and she, talk again. So take two. She's got that really like kind of glaze-eyed, m- maniacal kind of look. She's sort of shaking her head now. As if it looks like we could. This is the argument face that you have on right now. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, we got to go. We're going to argue. Take care. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week for more shenanigans. Bye. Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions. Because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 